This is the way. This is the way. Hello there. So say we all. May the force be with you. You're a wizard, Harry. I am Iron Man. What about second breakfast? Assemble. You're here because you know something. Whoa, this is heavy. I volunteer as tribute. I'm Batman. You have chosen wisely. The North remembers. Go infinity and beyond. The force will be with you. Welcome to the Nerdverse, nerds. Today, this corner of the Nerdverse is for all you Star Wars nerds out there. I'm Joanna Ace Krupnik. And I'm Brian Dooku's War Chest Plofsky. And we're so happy you could fracture your left femur under 150 kilograms of pressure to be with us today. Because today in the Nerdverse, we are taking an unscheduled study break to give you our thoughts on the two-episode season two premiere of The Bad Batch, The Bad Bitch on Disney+. Plus. Thank you, thank you. I know. Some housekeeping. In this new year of 2023, be sure to head to the feed and check out all of our past episodes about Star Wars, where we have covered every episode of Andor, Obi-Wan, Tales of the Jedi, and season one of Bad Batch, if you're interested. Not a Star Wars fan? Not a problem. Check out our recent episode on Avatar 2, The Way of Water. Uh, We did Wakanda Forever. Check out our fun episode interview with Josh Segarra of She-Hulk. We also covered uh, the best and worst, in our opinion, of 2022 in an episode. We have Stranger Things, House of the Dragon, Rings of Power. Are you still listening? Those and all of our other episodes are just waiting for you on our feed. And just heads up, lately we've been putting out some mashup episodes where we cover more than one show in an episode. Uh, You can just check the timestamps in our show notes and find what interests you. You may be thinking, how can you keep up with all of this? Well, it's easy. Just be sure you're subscribed to The Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And follow along on all the socials, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at The Nerdverse Pod. But first, let's talk a little bit of Nerd News. What call is shouting? All right, Joanna. What uh, what kind of nerd news have you? What did you watch anything lately? Like what what have you been up to on in your nerd uh, in your nerd corner? A couple things. One, I totally forgot about the bear when we were talking about our best of twenty twenty two. Oh, so just sure. like add that to the list of stupid mistakes I made, like forgetting Better Call Saul and also thinking the Matrix happened. Um, <laughs> and I then forgot. yeah, and then. I was very shocked. This was a little bit ago, a couple of weeks, but when HBO has announced that they have canceled Westworld. Sure. Now, I was not a fan of season three, and I just picked up right in season four because I was told there'd be it would be better and that they were gonna correct their mistakes. Well, it wasn't very good, but I'm still shocked. They like took it off HBO. Full on. Yeah, that I saw, that they removed it completely. Yes, and they will not be doing anything. So they ended it in a really horrible note where we literally saw the the three lead black characters get shot by Ed Harris. I mean, it, it was just a bad ending. And um, yeah, RIP, you really won't be Miss Westworld, but I do yearn for those earlier days. Um, Woof. The other thing was, oh, I watched, oh, well, uh, watched Glass Onion, curious if you did too. And also uh, last night I watched The Menu. Oh, sure. So we're watching The Menu tonight. Okay, then I will um, s- not talk about that. Yes, um, I'm. I think I, I have a prediction that that probably would have made my top ten of the year list had I seen it uh, before we made the list. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I did see Glass Onion, and uh, Glass Onion is now it, number 10 on the top 10 all-time watch Netflix movies. So what – do we know that this – what is this – how are they no, – like, is this true? Do, do we know that we can trust when these streamers are like, this is so widely watched? Yeah, they released the number of hours that it was watched for. Ah, okay. Well, they were brilliant as to their marketing to put it in theaters – take it out and then release it when everyone's with their families for the holidays. It's the perfect what should I watch with my family movie? Oh, Which Glass is Onion. Literally what we did. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um watch Glass Onion. I did watch Glass Onion. We watched Matilda. I watched The Banshees of Inishirin. <gasps> that's that's next. I'm watching that next. Yeah. Um that Did you like it? Just loved, saying loved it. Okay. Have mm-hmm. you seen Tar? Did I ask you that? I did not see Tar yet. I have a list that I need to see Tar. I need to see The Menu. I need to see The Fablemans. There's a lot on the list that I need to – The Whale. There's a lot that I need to kind of get I in know. there. I know. I'm nervous to see The Whale. And The Fablemans I'm interested in, but I mm-hmm. will get to that eventually. Yeah. I know um, that you would want to see The Fablemans, yes. Very excited for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that that's all that I watched. Uh, did, I, I thought Glass Onion was fine. I was disappointed overall by it, but I had a good time while watching it. Yeah, I didn't have the same, like, charm to me as the first, and I missed the sweaters and the New England, Um, but it was, I you know, I enjoyed everyone in it. Uh, I never think that um, (sighs) Drax. um, Dave Bautista. Dave Bautista is very good, except for his Drax, so that was always lackluster. Um, There was some incredible cameos, like, like when we got Ethan Hawke with his Moon Knight hair, I was like, was he just like, you know, wherever they were, like, was he just there? And they were like, dude, come on over. Let's just get you in. The, I mean, it was wild. Some yeah, of the give, give the vaccines, bro. Yeah, just just inject those. And I thought that what they did with the pandemic stuff was kind of nice. I, I was a little bit groany when they did it, but um, at least they kind of nipped it from the start. Yeah, I, I think it was a year and a half too late. I was a little yeah. over. I I think it makes sense character wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Benoit Blanc has been inside for so long and like needs to get out and like so we. I there there. I think it worked narratively, but in terms of my fatigue over it, like that's a whole nother conversation to have. He to me was the best part of it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Like just living his best well, life in there. The only other person who actually was featured enough for me to feel like they weren't underused was probably um, Janelle Monet. I, to me, everyone else was completely underused or overused, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think I agree with that. Um, she was, she was very good. And um, that was like really, at first she was just good. And then when you kind of get to the twist, you're like, Oh, she's really good in this. Yes. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. I thought, I mean, I really liked, I honestly really liked seeing Kate Hudson back on my screen. Um, it's been a while that since I've seen her, mm-hmm. and she's always delightful. But uh, yeah, underused. That's a good way of saying that. I also just thought it was like the puzzles were interesting at the beginning, and then yeah, I'm not gonna spoil it, but it just kind of tapers into like yeah, yeah. The stakes were weird. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I, I prefer the first one. Knives Out is much better than Glass Onion. But like I said. For the two hours that I spent watching it on Netflix in my home, like, had a great time. Yeah, I didn't have my phone out. Ab- totally. totally. Exactly. Which is a, just a, how I measure everything No, now. but that's Was a good I, measurement. 
Yeah, and I never wanted to be that person, but sometimes you're just like, no, no, I can I can follow while I just check my DMs for a second. Exactly. But it's you know it's good when you never look down. Yeah. All right, um, so what else is on the docket? Uh, yeah. See. Did you see Matilda? Did you watch Matilda? No, but did you like it? No, I did not. Oh, really? I I thought it was a well-made movie musical. I do not like the musical Matilda, so it was never going to win me over. Yeah, that's I love the movie, but I don't like the musical either. Yeah, that's a me thing. That like I don't enjoy the musical. This wasn't going to fundamentally change the musical, therefore not for me. Was the girl who played Matilda as good as the girl who was in Hereditary? <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't see her on Broadway, oh. but um, I, the, the acting in this was was wonderful. So, like, all of the acting was great. I, I just don't like the structure or the how the music or the music or anything like that. The only thing I like from that is because TikTok has forced revolting children down my throat. Oh, okay. I haven't gotten served that yet. I'm st- everyone's just giving Wait. me Wednesday's dr- oh, dance really? still. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's interesting. I'm getting Wednesday's dance all the time. Yeah, I'm still getting that too. And then Revolting Children was like the next big thing. Oh, geez. Um, but as I mentioned before, I absolutely loved the Banshees of Inishirin. Okay, good. Because I'm excited to watch it. And I didn't, uh, Justin was not able to watch the movie of choice last night, which was the menu. So, did you like you, the menu? I did. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I didn't know that Mark Mylod did it. And I love Succession. So, that mm-hmm. was cool. But um, no, Justin said, I want to be, I want to watch Banshees with you. So, don't watch okay. that alone. So, yeah, that'll be next. And I have you gotten around to White Lotus yet? I know you're very busy. No, but that's very high on my list next. I was going to watch – actually, I was going to watch it this morning and then I was like, oh, shit, uh, I have to watch Bad Batch. <laughs> yes, wildly different lengths. But very yeah, you diff- should watch it. But you should well, watch no. it at night with like an Aperol spreads and like yeah. Jamie. But also not – she never saw season one, so I'm on my own for season two. You don't need season one. That's true. That's true. At all. Um, FYI. Yeah, I'm sure that's the case. But I uh, – uh, I'm that's the, White Lotus is just a me show. I like I, I I don't have many me shows, and um I mean I do have a ton like Bad Batch. I was gonna <laughs> but, say what? Yeah yeah, <laughs> but um I I don't know um I'll probably whatever she gives me I'll run with if that makes sense. Um yeah she'll like menu because there is I this is this is genre it there's there's a horror elements so oh yeah that's why we're watching it oh okay well it's also supposed to be good but yes. yeah yeah but oh, I, I mean. Get it. But, like, it's been like, on... will you do it on Talking Horror? Yeah, we're doing it in January on Talking Horror. Oh, nice. All right, yeah. fun. Can't we, wait for that. We had planned to see it many times in theaters last year, but, like, scheduling just never worked out for us. And it was getting amazing reviews, and all the, my, like, all the people's opinions who I trust said it's, like, their favorite of the year or top ten of horror. Some of them was on their top ten of the year list without, like, not genre-ing anything. Yeah, I'm, I don't want to say anything, but it it was... But very fun, and I didn't have my phone. Um, what do you? What are your thoughts on just this? I feel like a hypocrite. I, I don't like what the streaming is doing to sent to to theaters and to like mm-hmm. our culture. And of course, during the pandemic is an exception. But you know, we've sure. seen what this does to the movie industry. I'm, but at the same time, 
the minute that I'm like, oh my God, the menu's streaming. I thought I had to go see it in theaters. Mm-hmm. Even though I have a regal pass, I can see unlimited movies a month. Yeah, same. Humble brag. I, I have my, the AMC. Right. So it's like, it's not a big, I'm not a big deal. But when I can just, I'm like already in my pajamas and I've just done the dishes and I'm like, oh my God, I can watch the menu, mm-hmm. light it up or, or Barbarian or, you know, whatever is, is there, Banshees. I've been thinking I had to build in time to go to the theater. And so mm-hmm. where are your thoughts? So I'm I'm torn. As somebody who is obsessed with the movies and loves to go right. to the movies. I love the movies. I it gives me the option to choose and I appreciate that. I used to see everything in movie theaters and I, and I don't now for and it's not just be honestly if I like if I had easier access to the movies or still was, you know, didn't have all these other extracurriculars or, uh, you know, didn't have commitments elsewhere. I'd be at the movies two to three times a week because when I was living in uh, Manhattan and like all that, I was in the movies like literally multiple times a week. However, um, I like the option for instance, like there were a lot of stuff released on streaming that I wouldn't go see in movie theaters, but I'm watching them because they're streaming there. I know this was during the ish during the, the the pandemic pandemic, the height of it, but like there was that, um, that, uh, Angelina Jolie movie, uh, about her being like, uh, uh, like someone, a ranger who like checks for forest fires or whatever it is. Um, those we cannot see or, or those we can't, I forget what it was called. Um, but I watched that and I had a great time, but that's not something I would have ever gone to the movie theaters to see. You know what I mean? Right. So it, it, um, it adds to what you're actually seeing. Yeah. But I like, here's an example tomorrow, uh, Jamie and I are going to see Megan. I cannot wait to see that in a movie theater. But, you know, but the movies that we want to see in movie theaters, we are going to prioritize. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, like, you and I, we're going to go to the MC, the MCU ones. We're not waiting till it's on Disney+. Plus. You know what I mean? Like, And I wasn't going to see Avatar when it's on no, my screen. No, right. no. Uh, things like that. Like, for instance, another thing that came out, the Evil Dead Rise trailer came out uh, today. And it's incredible. And that's on my top five most anticipated movies of this year. And the trailer was awesome. I'm going to the movie theaters to see that. You know what I mean? Because... And and that, that that's how I look at it. But, like, I missed the menu because it was a busy season and now I have access to it. Would I have preferred to see it in the movie theaters? Yes. But with all the streaming TV shows and everything, it's just really hard to juggle everything. So, you know, having access to these, yeah. In the end, is it hurting the cinema? I'm sure it is. Absolutely. It can't not be. Yeah, I think um, it's also important to invest in the movies that you really love. I know I've been a my mom is a huge buying DVD proponent now. Oh, still maybe, physical maybe, media. Yes, I know Blu-ray is probably smarter because you can play that in like gaming systems and stuff. Um, so I think she's switched. But yeah, she she has two DVD players, and when one starts to go, she quickly tracks down another one. She hates to search because there's they've been switching the platforms have been t- dropping things so frequently now. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't want to have, her, she is, a, yeah, our house in Maryland has a enormous shelf, shelving unit of DVDs, which, you know, especially when I was home for the holidays, I kind of liked, because again, I didn't have to be like, uh, do they have, which one has the best right now? And is it the extended edition? Blah, blah. So yeah, I'm a big proponent of that. That's a, sort of irrelevant. Um, but I just think you're right. I'm seeing more with the streaming, but I also am very I, I am intentional about what I see in the theaters. Yeah. 
still. Um, and, but something on our, just so you know, something we have an Apple TV. Yes. Um, and I use the Apple TV app on the Apple TV has a section where I can search for any movie and it'll tell me what app it's on. Right. So, I'll speak to it. I'll just be yeah. like, Lord of the Rings. And uh-huh. it'll show me the ways to yeah. watch it. The so only I, thing is yeah. Netflix doesn't connect to it because for whatever reason, their partnership is not strong. But um, so annoying. Uh, I will also use justwatch.com. That ha- That is my – justwatch.com is hmm. my um, – like Bible guide to where things are streaming. Well, I will relay that to my mother because she gets very frustrated and I don't know. Yeah. I have no issue kind of searching a little bit, Yeah, but um, yeah. So that is, I don't think the menu. Um, yeah. I don't think you need to see it in theater. So it's a good choice. Yeah. Just I'm excited. I'm yeah. definitely excited. I'm really excited for that one. Can I handle smile? Uh, so you the ha- checklist you- is, Dead animals? <laughs> yeah, check. There is dead animals. Oh, no. Is it really sad? Uh, Yeah, a bit. Oh, God. Throughout or just the beginning? One scene. Done? One scene. All right. Maybe I can find that website that's like, can I watch this if I like animals.com? Right. But the scene's amazing. But yes, I understand. Oh, shoot. Is it a dog? No. Okay. That helps. Mm-hmm. Um, Will, I have nightmares. Yes. <laughs> you can't tell me that. You, I will? Probably. Oh, God. Is it scarier than Barbarian? It's different because Barbarian's more tension-driven, and while Smile is tense, uh, Smile is relentless jump scares for two hours. Oh, no. That's the worst. Okay. All right. Well, maybe I I'll like give- it. I think it's very good. It was in my top horror movies of the year. It was in my top five. Well, I know, but you have exceptional <laughs> threshold for this kind of stuff. Uh, maybe what I'll do is I'll watch it while everything's – like, I'll be like, I'll watch it in the part of the movie with the beginning where everything's fine. Like people have normal lives and then things go awry and then I'll decide, do I keep going or not? So I'll get to see the beginning. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. It's, 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 it's an excellent horror movie. Like it's worth it. It's literally relentless jump scares, but it's trying to say something interesting as well. It's not just jump scares, but yes, there is, there is a, uh, spoiler alert. There is a dead cat in it. Oh, shoot. All right. Oh, well, on that note. All right, let's let's uh, let's head into the Star Wars sector of the nerdverse. Let's. I'm shaking the dust of this crummy little town off my feet, and I'm going to see the world. Let me see your identification. This week, we're heading into the Star Wars sector of the nerdverse. All right, Joanna, show me your passport. I want to see your Star Wars passport. Is it still the same as last year? Has it changed? I'm dusting it off. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's a little, little, uh, little aged since, well, I guess no, Andor was recent. Oh yeah, um, that's true. I have eight, right? I think I have eight. Yeah, you have eight. I have nine. Yes. Mm-hmm. I have believe. nine, uh, um, war chests. I have eight, um, I have eight, uh, of those weird sea crabs, aliens. Cool. Great. Sebastian's um, ancestors. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we are talking about Bad Batch season two premiere. It was two episodes. Uh, Joanna, what did you think? Um, let me ask you first what you thought, because you always ask me because you're so polite. But I want to know what you thought first. Brian, what'd you think? It was fine. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I think I have come to accept that this show is fun action in a world that we love. And we get like little pieces of knowledge here and there that aren't really like groundbreaking. Um, but I liked that the colors were very vibrant, especially in the first episode. The show tends to lean towards dark um, and those vibrant colors um, with the crab things at the first one was, yeah, was really fun. Was beautiful. The action was really fun in these episodes. Um, I thought they started in an interesting manner where um, they were talking about how we do more fighting than we, excuse me, we do more heists than we like fight the empire. I hope that they play with that throughout the course of this season. Um, uh, but I thought that was an interesting kind of thesis or theme to introduce into the first episode. Um, and and overall, I thought it was totally fine. It was good action, but like, I don't know. I, I think I'm looking for something a little bit more lore adjacent um, in these. And, and that, that could just be me. Um, the one thing that I will say, I have two comments about these two episodes. One okay. is, did they always use like kilograms? in this like what like Ooh. you know like they i don't know i, I get like, i don't know did they say kilogram yeah when he says his left femur was fractured by 150 kilograms of pressure oh i'm gonna have to research that because yeah that's kind of weird yeah that and then um here's here's the thing i know they have to wear those uniforms because like that's how we know who they are as viewers but, i would know like, who they are if they took their freaking helmet off but not even that why don't you find new armor that doesn't make you look like a stormtrooper or a clone if you're on the run? I know. Like, find different armor so you're not sticking out like a sore thumb where you're wearing this Ugh. imperial armor that is just painted differently. Like, it's so I, true. Like, I, and 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 I I get it. You have to sell the toys. You have to do all that. But like, if they were really trying to hide from the Empire, they would totally wear like different types of armor and show their faces very rarely. Yes, I also think they could do like what Ezra does, which is like have something on hand when they need to blend in or like paint like what Sabine does, like give a paint job because like Wrecker mm -hmm. is, of course, humongous. So like he might not have standard Stormtrooper suit that works. But, you know, yeah, they can find like they can magpie like find pieces to like make a black and white sort of outfit. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. Um, I feel like the storytelling in this is a little tighter, which I liked. Yeah, uh, the animation, um, too. The animation was really good. I, d I definitely noticed that they have color altered. They heard loud and clear the feedback from last year um, with the skin tone uh, not matching Tamora Morrison. Oh, I didn't uh, know that that was something that people said. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they Makes sense. Um, Right. His, since it's supposed to be Django Fett, which is Tamora Morrison, you know, and he's Maori. I think I'm saying that right. You know, I think they just really wanted the – they were very whitewashed. Yeah, for people sure. People thought in the animation. So I think they've made that change. Mm -hmm. um, not in the five or however many there are of the Bad Batch themselves because they are – you know, they're different and genetically they got – you know, changed, but the other ones, which we do see with hoods, with uh, helmets off, um, look different. So yeah, the storytelling was a little better. Um, I think they, they might've removed 
I don't know how, to, how long this will last, but I think it was smart to take crosshair off the table at the moment because yeah. you have to spread too wide to cover all of them mm-hmm. and their own stuff. And I think Omega Omega is the heart of this series. Sure. And I think... And you know, her t- accent was in full force in oh, this one. Oh, my Lord. Just right there. Uh, between season one and two, I think she's aged. I want to talk about like the when of it all. Mm, yeah, she's sure. definitely aged and matured. Um, and I think she's starting to learn that her actions have consequences because they really did this episode. Um, so I think that's going to be good for the show, but I'm with you that I want it to be more Laura adjacent and maybe it's just slow. You know, we got the Dooku's in this, so that was kind of fun. But I do, and the Tarkin and that, you know, nods. But I am curious, like, I really want this to, like, have some intersections. Yeah, same. I think we got spoiled by the Clone Wars, and we kind of want a bit of that from this. And we, I feel like we haven't gotten it yet. They've, they've teetered on, like, why... Uh, clones are no longer useful and why they're moving towards non-clones and stuff like that for the stormtroopers um and this one at the end at the end of episode two hinted at that in terms of like um that clone trooper won't falsify the reports you know what i mean so dark yeah for sure so like there's there's things of that nature also just to confirm it's a couple of months uh, that have passed between Camino and the beginning of this episode. And the beginning of Bad Batch, again, this is like refreshing. This comes after Order 66 because the first episode of season one was when it was uh, ignited, Order 66. Mm-hmm. So this is just, I mean, and if last season was like over the span of a few months, then this is like over the span of yeah, let, so it's let's, pretty lo- soon after. Yeah, so. I, I think maybe this is worst case. Maybe, maybe a, like a year, a year after yeah. the fall of the Republic. Maybe, yeah. Um, yeah, she Omega's definitely doing more helpful stuff. She's become really agile, as we saw in the first episode. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm like, girl. First of all, can you close your backpack with the jewels in it? Like, why are you climbing up when these things are just like? just delicately dangling out of her backpack to just eavesdropping at the worst times. Worst times. Can you just, just go be, just like, acknowledge people's need for privacy. Mm-hmm. Um, Wanda Sykes we are getting is a voiceover. Oh, yeah, that uh-huh. was fun. That was fun. And we have yeah. Rhea Perlman back as, as good old Sid. Yeah. But overall, like, this was just fun action. I really didn't take much more from it than that. Um, you know, I, I think that, be, you know, because it seems like they tied those themes and those plots and what Omega was, think- Omega was thinking at the end of this episode by Echo kind of um, saying that everything's okay. And then you have that little tag at the end with the killing of the clone trooper. But, like... I'm 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 fascinated to see where this season actually goes because if I'm going to be completely honest, these two episodes did not feel like a season premiere. These two episodes felt like filler in the middle of a season with a heist or something like that. Um, I don't think it I, it in it, a little bit set a tone. I really don't know, and I think season one had this problem too. We didn't know what to expect from this show, and I yeah. think now we do. I think because it's this, this is just a fun romp adventure show that's going to have minimal lore to it, unless it changes. I don't know. Well, and we were spoiled not only from 
Clone Wars, but we were spoiled from the first episode of season one when we saw Kane and Jarrus. Yes, that set wrong expectations, to be yeah, totally that honest. Set, that set some really wrong ones. And also, I mean, I don't know. We are, we are from the previews, we are supposed to get some palpy, yeah. some shivy action. Uh-huh. So maybe it will, it will, they're, maybe they're on that, yeah. like, path. Um, but I'm glad it's back. You know, it's, it's a fun thing to watch. It's a Absolutely, fun thing to watch. it has. It seems to have more series. Always trying to stick her nose in it. Um, I feel like there's more um, at stake with the storytelling than there was in Tales of the Jedi. That felt more like just some filling in. This feels like it could fill up to other stories that are being told. Sure. In the Star Wars universe. Uh, but I, I will say that I was more invested in Tales of the Jedi because I'm more invested in oh, those yeah. characters. But I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And I guess everybody on Count Dooku's planet, like, has great mustaches. Excellent mustaches. Excellent mustaches. Um, are you – how many episodes are there in this? I put you on the spot. How many episodes are there this season? Do we know? Yeah, we do know. It's like 16. Okay. And this is a felony joint, so again, I have expectations. Like, if you're using kilograms, I'm like, can I felony? What? Now I will say, paper watch, no paper yet. Proving this theory. That's true. I'm Did not I'm see on a paper drop watch. Of paper. No, Great. none yeah, of be it. On drop, be on paper watch. Um, yes, there are 16 episodes, um, and there are two times. Yes. Episodes seven and eight are dropping on the same day. And then the finale and the penultimate episode are dropping on the same day. So there are three today's or the premiere, a mid-season one, and then the finale are all like double day episodes. Great. And then, yeah, and then, and I mean, we'll be getting this as a nice little uh, palette. Appetizer. Appetizer for, yeah, for, Mando. Yeah. A mousse-bouche. Amuzbush and then hopefully Ahsoka. Where yeah. the hell is Ahsoka? Uh, absolutely. I'm on. If I'm going to be totally honest, the second episode ended and it was going to like it said like if you like this, then watch Andor. And I was like, oh, please I, don't yeah. set that expectation. I know, I know. I was like, that is not a direct link, except for that Star Wars. Is not a direct yeah. link, though. I do appreciate them trying to push Andor because yes. it is the best show of totally. Um, all right, closing thoughts. Excited I, for next week? I don't know. No, I'm not excited, but I like that I wake up to it on Wednesdays. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm not like, oh, can't watch wait to the next Bad Batch, you know, but I'm I'm definitely like, oh, like there's Star Wars in my life. Cool. Oh, always good. Yeah. Well, nerds, I thought the beach was gonna be relaxing. But we hope you had as much fun as we did, and we hope you'll join us next time in another corner of the Nerdverse. As a small universe and a multiverse of other Nerdverses, the subscriptions, follows, and reviews are super important for us to grow. So be sure you're subscribed to the Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And follow along on the socials, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at the Nerdverse Pod. We thank you so much for listening and following along, and please keep telling all your nerdy friends about us. And remember, I'd do it all again.